Hey guys, Megan here with BK Book Haul. You're about to listen to part three of our TLA special podcast. Not only that, but this is actually the 10th episode of BK Book Haul. Yay, we made it through 10 episodes and we'll hopefully get 10 more and 10 more after that. Anyways, this episode is one where I got to talk to some of the representatives from the publishing houses. First off is Robert, who is actually our personal rep from Penguin Random House Audio. He has some excellent taste, and so I'm super excited for you to hear from him. And then after that is Anne from Macmillan Library. She has some excellent taste and some great things to say. Uh, One of the best parts about going to TLA is actually getting to speak to all the publishers and hear about the things that are coming out. I'm so grateful that they both talked to me and they were so knowledgeable and they have great taste. And because of them, my library list is just growing exponentially. Now I give you part three of our TLA special podcast and episode 10 of the BK Book Hall. Happy book day, y'all. All right, I'm here with Robert at the, uh, the Penguin Random House Library marketing booth here at TLA. Happy book day, y'all. I'm Megan here on the other side of the camera. Hi, Robert. Hi, Megan. All right, so we are talking. It's part of the BK Book Hall. And uh, so, Robert, why don't you tell us something that you've read recently? Okay, my favorite book of the spring that I read is called Twelve, The Twelve Lives of Samuel Hawley. This book is a book that I like to call Quentin Tarantino meets Scheherazade. What I mean by that is it's part gritlet, part fairy tale. It's the story of a young girl, her name's Lou. She and her dad move back to a New England fishing village where they try to kind of uh, start a new life together. So Lou is going through all the things that kids do, young adults do, and her dad is trying to help her through that. So Holly is the dad. He's genuinely a good guy, but he has a very checkered past. Matter of fact, his past is so checkered that if he pulls up his shirt, you see 12 bullet holes all over his body where he's been shot 12 times. So what I loved about this book is when you read the chapters, the chapters alternate. So you get the story of Lou and her father, but then it alternates with bullet number one, bullet number two, bullet number three, bullet number four. So you get the, the story of Holly's past and all the things that happened to him and how he got those bullet holes. So uh, it has an amazing ending that I absolutely loved. And this book was a number one library's pick. So librarians across the country voted this as their number one, their favorite book for the month of March. And then our house loved this book as well. Every uh, spring we get together as a house and we pick a book that we all fall in love with. We call it our tidal wave book. This was our house pick for the spring as well. Awesome. I will have to go to the top of my Goodreads list. Yes. All right. So what are some books that you are super excited for that are coming out soon that you just can't wait to sink your claws into? I can't wait to read uh, Watch Me Disappear by Janelle Brown. Everyone in the house is talking about this book as being the next girl on the train. Uh, it's psychological suspense at its, at its biggest and best. Um, so I want to read that. I also want to read Genuine Fraud by E. Lockhart. Right, she, wrote, she wrote We Were Liars, right? Yes, yes. That was one of my favorite books when it came out, and this is a new one from her that's coming out this summer. And so I can't wait to read that one. And then um, another book is um, Gilded Cage. Or, I'm sorry, Tarnished City, which is the sequel to Gilded Cage. This is, uh, yes. This is a book that I like to call The Hunger Games Meets Upstairs Downstairs. So, The Harness City is the sequel. I can't wait because Gilded Cage ended on a super cliffhanger, which I was kind of upset about because it was a cliffhanger, but I love the book so much, I was like, okay, I'll wait till summer. So, The uh, Tarnished City is the second in the book series coming out in September. 
So That's definitely awesome. read this one. All right, so we will have to add this to all of our lists. All right, well, Robert, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us on the BK Book Hall. Yes, my pleasure, Megan. Anytime. All right, well, I will be seeing you later when I need more audiobooks for BK. Have a lovely rest of your day. Happy Book Day, y'all. Happy Book Day. All right, BK fans, it's Megan here with Anne, and we are at the Macmillan hey. Library. library booth. Yeah. Hello, we're at TLA. Hello, greetings from TLA. We're TLA Hi. San Antonio. That's why she's got the yes. awesome Fiesta crown. It's Fiesta, which I, I'm just learning about, So, but of course I had to have a flower crown. Of course. Um, my name is Anne Spieth. I'm the library marketing manager at Macmillan, and I have been invited to talk to all you lovely people about a couple of books that I've read and loved. Mm -hmm. First, this name is going to be very familiar to you, Nora Roberts. This is her new standalone book called Come Sundown. It's coming out May 30th. Um, so I have a confession to make. I don't consider myself a romance reader. And for the longest time, of course you know who Nora Roberts is. You know she writes romance, romantic suspense. And I sort of poo-pooed it for a little while. Well, she recently joined us over at St. Martin's Press, so we're happy to have her in the Macmillan family, and I thought, okay, I need to give Nora a try. I need to give her a read. So I picked up this book and could not put it down. It's so great. It is a story about family, about secrets, there's drama, and strong female characters. It's wonderful. It's about this family, um, the Bodine family, and they run a ranching resort in Montana. And the young, there's a young one, excuse me, named Bodine, and she's in charge of the whole thing. She sort of runs it. And her mother, her aunt Alice, ran away several years before. And they think that she just, she either vanished or she's dead or nothing happened to her. But all Bodine knows is that if Alice ever shows up, she's going to give her one heck of a tongue lashing because you don't run out on family like that. So all of a sudden one day Alice does appear. And it turns out that she has been um, hidden away for years. She was being kept captive by a man, um, basically forced to be a wife and a mother, all these terrible things. So Alice comes back and she has all this trauma and she has to work with it. So then the family has to help. They bring her back home to the ranch and they help her deal with it. Meanwhile, there are a series of murders that are happening nearby. It's young women and they happen to work for the Bodine Ranch. So they need to figure out what's going on and is it somehow connected to Alice's disappearance all those years ago. Um, so this is Come Sundown. It is absolutely great. Very evocative atmospheric riding. You feel you can feel yourself riding on the horses. You can see the sunset in the mountains in Montana. It's just absolutely great. And of course, there's a good bit of steamy romance in there. And everyone lives happily ever after. That sounds like so. the perfect read for the summer. Just curl up on the beach with and just like dig into Definite the like... beach book. A little and bit danger of getting a sunburn while reading it. Exactly. Then. <laughs> and I will say, if you look at the size, it's mm -hmm. rather thick, but it goes very, very quick. So it's good for a long summer trip. Very good. Now, onto a, a debut mystery. Oh, I the can't Dry. wait to read that one. The Drive by Jane Harper may be one of my favorite books that I have read in the last year or so. It's absolutely incredible. So Jane Harper is a reporter who um, lives in, I think she lives in Melbourne. It's in Australia somewhere. Anyway. And this is her first book, and you can tell that her reporting chops are really at work here. So, um... 
It's about a man named Aaron Falk who's a federal investigator, but he does sort of money crimes. And one day he gets a letter in the mail saying, Luke lied, you lied, be at the funeral. Whose funeral? It turns out it's his best friend Luke from childhood. And so he's called back to his hometown and he's there for Luke's funeral. And it turns out that Luke is suspected of having killed his wife and his children before turning the gun on himself. Luke's parents don't think he could have done this and they want Aaron to investigate. And Aaron says, no, 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 I'm not that kind of detective. I only look into money crimes. And they say, no, we think this was a money crime. The farm that they had may have been going under and we want you to look into the finances with it. So Aaron starts looking at it. Meanwhile, the people in the town are not pleased to see Aaron there because several years ago when Aaron was a teenager himself, there was a young woman who drowned in the river and the only thing they could find on her was a note in her back pocket that had Aaron's name on it. So he is largely suspected of being the killer, but he knows he has nothing to do with it. He has no idea why his name was on that piece of paper. So um, the town, it's a very small, tight-knit town and they basically run him and his dad out. So he, he, they left, they packed up all their belongings one night and got in the car and just left. And he's never been back until that day when he has to come back for the funeral. So. A lot of those same people are still there. They've grown up, they have families now, but they still harbor those same childhood resentments and petty things against Aaron. So he has to try to figure out what happened together with the local cop who's new in town. They have to figure out sort of what happened if Luke actually did do this terrible crime or if it was somebody else. And then at the same time, you also get an unraveling and understanding of the mystery that drove Aaron out of town all those years ago. Awesome. That's Dry by Jane Harper. I'm, I'm really just going to reach in and I'm just going to take that home with <laughs> Good. me. Good. Please okay. do. All right. All right. Happy reading. Okay. Happy book day, y'all. The BK Book Hall is part of the BK Public Library's podcast channel. It is produced and edited by Megan Fisher. Thanks to the friends of the BK Public Library for the donation of our podcast equipment. For more information, go to www.bktexas.com. Please feel free to email us or leave any comments and suggestions below. We'd love to hear from you.